Hello, and welcome to episode 72 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Hello there, welcome to episode 72 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the only podcast by, for, and about screenplay writers and screenplays. We're your hosts, I'm Ryan. Hey everybody, Nathan here. And we are coming at you live from, not live, recorded, uh, but uh, recorded at Firehall Coffee where we work. Roasting coffee beans tonight, it's late at night, uh, but we're getting in a few episode, an episode here of the, the podcast. While the beans are roasting, so if you hear the crackle of roasting beans, uh, that's what that is, coffee beans. Absolutely, we got our headphones on. We occasionally take one earbud out just to check on the beans, just to see that there's no noise or fire or anything. We've gotten in trouble with that with the past. That's right. But essentially, we're kind of good to go here, and it is nice to kind of sneak in with our busy lives or a court session wherever we can with, like, Zoom mics and uh, portable audio equipment and stuff. We just kind of get it done while we have the time. So It's pretty amazing. We, uh, we've we set up a, a mobile recording studio, Nathan and I have, that uh, other podcasts now use to record their podcasts. Sometimes here in the Firehall Coffee space, what our owners don't know and what they won't find out because they don't listen to the podcast, which they explicitly say tell that, us that so, all the time, yeah. explicitly. So they'll never find out, which is good. But uh, yeah, we're renting out this space now, uh, subletting this space out for, for podcasts. If they, you want to come into Firehall and rent, rent our space, rent our gear, we'll produce it for you. We'll we'll add it up. Nathan will do the graphic design and I will do the audio and guitar recordings if you need any little snippets like this one or this one right here. I'll do those for you. We'll set something up, get get them uh, tuned into your style, into your 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 sort of taste in guitar licks um no ryan does a do ton that. of different styles of music do, yeah. unfortunately i only do one style of graphic design uh, my own personal style and you right. can kind of take it or leave it really i call it surf country yeah that's the of, only really accurate way to describe it yeah it's kind of like rodeo at the beach it kind of combines those two kind of curly bubble rodeo letters with surf elements like uh like surfboards and waves and sort of spaced out text personally i love it it's so unique gotta add palm trees gotta add surfboards my like favorite thing to draw is like a polar bear with sunglasses on and hawaiian shirt riding a surfboard yeah sipping out of a straw yes a drink with a frosty or like a slurpee slurpee. yeah yeah with a um, umbrella in it yeah Yeah, it's really cool stuff so we could hook you up that's what we do but let's talk about this episode which is episode 72 we've made it to 72 almost three quarters of a century nathan can you believe it i can believe it because we've put in the time and put in the effort and we're so good we've developed the skills necessary to produce a podcast for this amount of time yeah Really, we've really done our due diligence, but on the other hand, it's time flies, and seventy-two is 
is a is a big number. It's getting to the number where you die essentially. Yeah. If you're a human, you die around this age. Um, it's true. Probably seventy to eighty is probably average. Yep. Haven't done the research, but I just can. Sounds right. From personal experience and etc. So. Yeah. It's. It's We're scary, getting up there. For it's sure. scary. I'm afraid of getting podcastly older. Podcastly older. Uh, little bit, you know, because I don't want to get too settled in my ways with the podcast. We want to constantly mix it up, do some different stuff, be youthful, be energetic. But mm-hmm. we're 72 deep. Most podcasts fail at three episode three or four, I'm sure. Yeah, totally. Like and restaurants. Like restaurants. Like none of them make it. But then the ones that they do, they get Michelin stars. And exactly. I feel like we should we should probably be getting some sort of accolades at this point. Oh, like yeah. best of lists or I don't know if we can submit to those or like I feel like I'm. Like it'll be like Slate's most engaging podcasts of 2018, and yeah, uh, rarely do I see ours on there. Me too. Um, and I don't know exactly how to go about changing that. What I, I think, know. what I think about that is that we're sort of purposely being left off some of those lists so that they can rank us highly for most underrated. Right. That's what I'm thinking. It's a purposeful yeah. thing because. The most underrated lists are the toughest ones to come up with because it makes sense. Anyone you've heard of is getting lots of attention. They're not underrated. So the podcasts that are, you know, excel, they they display excellence, but they're not getting written up, must ergo be primed for the underrated lists. That makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Makes a ton of sense. Yeah. So that's what we're expecting to be on lots of underrated lists this year. Probably a few best ofs too. You got to um, have like a few best ofs, a few yeah. underrated. It's kind of like the best ofs are from more like independent, smaller publications. The underrated are from the big dogs, Rolling Stone, Pitchfork, AV Club, etc. So Exactly. Exactly. So that's probably what we'll be doing this year is reading out lists. I do. Do you like end of year lists? I feel like we did talk oh, about this. I love them on the podcast. I oh, love them too. I, I do. Love lists. There is something about it's like such an opportunity to look for albums and movies oh, yeah. that you haven't. It's just such an easy way to find those things. Oh, absolutely. I'm on right now. I'm I'm working my way through best of 2009 movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I haven't seen much past that because I'm I, I I go quite methodically through the best of annual lists. So I'm on 2009. I can't wait to see what the movies of 2010 look like. Nathan, have you seen any good movies lately? No. Yeah. None, eh? Just trying to think. If I've seen any myself. Movies. I've been reading a lot. A lot of magazines and reading screenplays too. Shorts and longs and middles and mediums. But have I seen any good movies? Boy, drawing a blank. Yeah. Let's talk about our theme for today, which is the meat cute. The meat The meat cute. Yes. Essential to yes, any movie absolutely especially rom-coms especially rom-coms and yes. dramas dramas and drums yeah most dramas have a meet cute too and which drillers. isn't talked about as much drillers always have them too and yeah. horrors thrillers sports action movies always have a meet cute buddy cop documentaries buddy cop 
Historical fiction. Historical fiction, biopics. Almost every type is a meet cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Short so, films. Short films, long films, middle films, medium mm-hmm. films. So that's what types of movies have a meet cute, aka all. Um, Nathan, what to you are the key elements of the meet cute? The meet cute. And what is a meet cute? Well, yeah, let's, let's just break start. that down. Number one, right? Let's break number it down. one, number zero. What is a meet cute? Number zero, yes. Um, well, first of all, it's spelled M E E T, not M E A T. Right. So it's not a uh, a T bone steak who's got a cute look. You know, it's a right, right. it's a it's when two char- <laughs> two characters. A, and maybe they wouldn't be the two the, the a good fit for each other. Maybe they would be. The two characters that are going to get together in this movie, they get together in a way that's uh, let's just say romantic. Yep, yep. It's and it's cute. And it's cute. It's yeah, be the cute. end of the day, yeah, number is that. number zero is what it is. It's number cute. number one is that it's got to be cute, and that's why you know in six out of ten. Meet cutes involve dropping of papers. Sixty percent, yeah. And There's those are kind of just, high school or yeah. college related. Yeah, we we have uh, we've added it up. You know, we we tally this kind of thing, and it's sixty percent. It's a good go-to if you need a meet cute. Put in the dropping of papers. Uh, two people in a hallway bump into each other. Then one is upset at the other, obviously, because they have to at first not get along. Yes. Um, and there's your meet cute. Okay, that's that's a meet cute one hundred and one. That's that's one. That's meet cute one hundred. That's even before you get into intro to meet cute. Is to drop the papers, throw some papers up in the air. Somebody goes tumbling a little bit, and then the the other person helps them pick up the papers if they weren't involved. Maybe they weren't even involved in the accident that caused the throwing of papers, but they maybe they're involved in the cleanup. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a different direction you could take it in. What do you think about that, Nathan? I think it's interesting. I think it's best to have the bump and then the papers fly. And then yeah. you look and you try to pick them up. Then you go, oh, I'm sorry. And then you look in each other's eyes. Contact is made. It's romantic. Probably the best way to go about it. If it's like they bump into someone else and then the, then the other person's like, oh, come, let me help. Or like, I'll help you with that. Like, I don't know. It's, it seems a little bit weird, but less it tension. could work. Yeah, there's less tension. Less it's tension. like this person is just doing a noble deed now. Noble deed. Yeah, it's the noble deed as opposed to the meet cute, which mm-hmm. then you have to take things in a different direction after that, mm-hmm. which would be which would involve some kind of other conflict, usually involving the parents-in-law. Six times yeah. out of ten, it's going to involve the parents-in-law where the parents-in-law don't get along with the partner. Mm-hmm. The partner and the other partner are getting along really well, swimmingly. Maybe they've moved in together. They're gelling perfectly. Then enter the parents-in-law. They don't get along with the partner, and trouble ensues. What I like about the papers throwing is that papers being thrown can work in any context. We were just working yesterday at Firehall Coffee on Geneve Street in Vancouver. And guess what happened? Uh, a customer came in. Somebody was at the till. Neither of us. I won't name who We were it was. watching. It was, it was Giselle. And 
guess what happened? A uh, customer came up to the bar with a binder under his arm. He slipped and papers went flying. See, it happened in a coffee shop. It could happen in a you school. You wouldn't expect that. You would not expect that. It could happen in a school. It could happen in a law firm. It could happen in a police station. It could happen in a court of law. It could happen in an architect's chambers. And those papers would be huge because they print stuff on like 24 by 36 paper, 36 by 48 paper, 48 by 60 paper. Massive sizes. All, well, they maintain the same proportions, I guess, but different sizes. Yeah. They're called drawings, architect drawings, and engineers use them too. But those papers go flying. They're real heavy. They could be rolled up or Card flat. stock, potentially. Card stock would be good for... Card, card, card makers. Card makers and yeah. 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 Poster makers. Yeah, absolutely. No, bottom line is that's the beauty of the paper throwing. Meet cute. It can happen in any context. Old age home. Young person's home. Middle aged home. Apartment building. Country roads. Everywhere. Papers going Farm. flying. Absolutely. Farm records. Deeds to a farm. That's what you could throw up. Deeds in any situation. Everybody has a deed, I'm sure. Remember Mr. Deeds? Mr. Deeds has deeds. Yeah, Mr. Deeds. Absolutely. It can work anywhere. That's why we love it, and that's why you should consider using it. Grocery store. Let's do script surgery. Scalpel. Dialogue, character development, jokes. Nathan, tell them what we do in script surgery normally. Script surgery is where we take an existing screenplay and we essentially just try to make it better. We build it up from the ground, take a red pen, scratch everything, make our notes, make it an actual usable, workable screenplay. Yeah, that's right. So today we're going to talk about Widows. Widows, which is a film screenplay out right now. Uh, it's on the screen. It's an, you know, it's got some action. It's got a heist. It's got some characters. It's got some plot. It's got drama. It's got a bit of humor. A bit of humor. Yeah, we've read this screenplay several times each uh, in preparation. And Nathan, what was your first take on it? Exciting engaging perfect yeah those are my three descriptors i'm not sure about that order though but different order different order i would have said perfect engaging exciting but also i wouldn't necessarily go there but that's cool but yeah okay that's fair but anyway uh great job on this one i would say with the screen screenplay writer um they wrote it out very tight this one it's very tight. There's no fat. They cut the fat. They streamlined it. It's thin. It's lean. Very little chubbiness to it. It's uh, cuts through water quickly. It's uh, very little marbling in this one. It's very, um, very cut, very fit. And that makes it very lean, which is why we liked it. I think it, uh, they nailed it. I wouldn't change a word. Yeah, this is perfect, and there's no, no need to, like, do anything to it. Yeah, so that was good. 
Let's do Logland Cage Match. We do a no-holds-barred pitch session, practice pitch, where we pitch each other ideas, uh, log lines, obviously, just to get a no-holds-barred feedback on what the other person thinks of it, to mimic a real pitch session with executives who don't hold anything back, and that's why Nathan and I don't hold anything back with each other. Just to be honest, let's just get it out. There's no emotion involved. It's not um, like that, where we take things personally. We have thick skins. Today I'm going to read one that I have been working on. I'm on page 47. It's very apropos to the meat cute and what you were saying about how do you spell meat cute. It's called Burger Time. When a rich person tries to buy a beloved ramshackle hamburger shack on Route 66, the employees rebel to make it unsellable. It's called Burger Time. Wow. Rom-com drama. Called a rom-com drama. Mostly rom-com. A little bit of drama. Drama. Um, But yeah, it's called Burger Time. Ramshackle hamburger shack on the highway. People stop in for burgers. Route 66. It's a popular route. People drive down. Awesome. People stop in for a burger constantly. Popular, but not so popular. They move the lineup through quickly, so you can't really even tell how popular it is because they're very efficient. Yeah, it doesn't feel overwhelming when you walk in there. No. They keep the menu streamlined, so you don't have a lot of choice. So you're not just staring there going, hmm, what do I get? What combo? No. You get get a burger and fries. Oh, I like that. I like that. I like that better. I the thing that I don't like is when you ha- then like customizing the menu too much because then it's Agreed. like, what should I get? You know what I mean? I want I want there to yeah. be a thing that's the thing. Absolutely. There's a some kind of psychological theory I think out there about the tyranny of choice. You're actually less happy the more choices you have because let's say of twenty choices, you get to choose one thing. That's 19 out of 20 that could have been the right choice, but possibly weren't and you'll never know. So that's one in 20 that you actually picked the right choice. What if you had three choices and you get one choice? Then there's a one in three chance you pick the right yeah. option. So it's way, way better. Mm-hmm. The tyranny of choice, and that's how it works. Yeah. And that's burger time. So what do you think? Should I keep working on that? Definitely. It's really awesome. All right. Well, I'll I'll do that. And I guess that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening, dear listener. We really appreciate all the great positive feedback we've been getting and private DMs and messages. And keep them coming. Um, Twitter. uh, Twitter. Go with Twitter. Uh, DMs. Twitter's good. Yeah, we like it. Um, Absolutely. Well, Nathan, great to be here with you. And we'll see you again in seven. As always, keep your dialogue snappy. Always keep writing.